Gem City Sports Network presents GCSN Reports. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By McAfee Heating and Air. Any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio. By the USO. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. And now here's your host, Doug Brown. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this edition of GCSN Reports. My name is Doug Brown. On this edition, we're not talking sports. We're talking music and movies. good friend of ours, Darren Dowler, has a new new, uh, album coming out called Might Only Wish for Christmas, and uh, it also features his daughter, Raina, and she's got a heck of a voice, too. And he's also got a new movie coming out called Grace of Our Father. And on this edition, we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be playing a couple of uh, tunes off his album, and uh, we're going to do that right after this. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network's GCSN Reports. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Now back here on GCSN Reports, we're here with Darren Dowler coming to you to us from Kansas City, Missouri. And Darren, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Doug. This is going to be a blast. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? How's everybody doing? You've got a new album coming out called um, My, My Only Wish for Christmas. Uh, what did, Talk about that album and what's on it. You know, it was uh, it was one of those things where somebody looked at me in like the beginning of November and said, did you do a new Christmas album this year? And I went, well, I meant to. And then I realized I hadn't done one. So I literally sat in the studio that day, wrote five songs, uh, started producing stuff. And, uh, and this was like November of last year, actually. So we didn't have time to do a proper release on it. And then uh, my daughter was home at the time. So I said, Rain, I need you to sing, sing with me. And I grabbed my wife too. She sings a little bit too. I said, I need you both to sing. We're going to sing the, like the Dower family singers this year. I said, so get in here. So they came in and started singing. Every time I hear my daughter Raina sing, I'm like, man, she's so good. So I, I asked her, uh, I said, hey, I've done seven songs. I need an eighth song. If I write you a song real quick, will you sing it and put it on the album? She goes, well, sure, Daddy. So I sat down. And in 20 minutes, I wrote out the song that she does on the 
on the album. I, I produced the tracks and well, the beginning tracks for in about an hour so she could come in and sing to it. And she she was listening to me the whole time I gave her the lyrics and she came out and knocked it out in two takes. Wow. That's good. <laughs> and she's and she's still what, a teenager? Yeah, she's eighteen now. She's just left a, left us this year to go to college. Oh. She's in uh, Los Angeles going to FIDM, which is the Fast Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. Oh wow. Yeah, she, she's a big wig. <laughs> <laughs> is she on uh is she on Christmas break now or what? Mm, she goes on it uh, on the 7th. She flies home December 7th, so we're going to get oh, her for okay. close to a month, which will be nice because we haven't seen her at all really for three or four months. And, uh, yeah, we we're a very close family, so it was it was kind of traumatic when she we, – we were hoping she'd want to go to school here because, you know, the top five fashion schools in America, ironically, one of them is right here in Missouri. Oh, really? She wanted, she wanted no part of it. She goes, nope, I'm going <laughs> back to L.A. I, I want the movie Connections. And I want I want to work in the film industry like you did, and I was like, okay, I get it. Okay, talk about uh, talk about the album and how you came up with the with the titles. And uh, you said you wrote five songs in in one day. Is that right? Yeah, pretty wow. much the ones that are on there I wrote uh, pretty much in one day. I think I did write one the second day, if I remember right. I'm having to think back. But yeah, I just decided I got tired of you know my previous Christmas album was all traditional Christmas songs, which is great. Yeah. I love that stuff. Uh, and I actually think my previous Christmas album is one of the best albums I've ever done. And um, it's just called Merry Christmas. It's on my website. And um, I just decided, you know, it's time for some new Christmas songs. I, I said, I've had all these ideas. And anytime I write a song, I also write it with the intention of sending it to all my connections in the film business. You know, everybody wants to have a song in Christmas Vacation or right. something like that. So I uh, I started writing songs with the idea. I wanted them to be fun. I wanted them to tell stories. I wanted them to, uh, you know, take people to a particular time and to a particular place. So I started with this first little song, which is, uh, all I want, it's, ironically, it's the same title as another famous song, All I Want for Christmas is You. So when people see that, they think I recorded, you know, the same song as Mariah Carey, but no, it's a, <laughs> it's a brand new song. Um, I don't think you can get that really high. Really fun off. song. I don't think you can but, get that. I don't think your voice can get that high. That she could. No, no. I'd have to. Have, you know, even the Raider pants uh, weren't tight enough to get me singing that high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, the, the album. I, I've listened to it a couple of times. Very, very well put together. Uh, I like, I like all the selections and stuff like that. One question I do have to ask you though. Yeah. And the song that Raina did. She mm -hmm. said something about a car. She's yeah. been good, and, and can she get a car or something like that? Did that happen? Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> she she did so well. You know, she she you know like any good dad, her first car that I bought her was kind of we. It was a good car, but it was kind of a junker. It was an older car, ran mm -hmm. great, it was reliable, but it had some hail damage, and you know, I mean, first day she had it, she wrecked it. Oh, so you know how that goes. So I was wise to buy her that one. So. When we got her ready for school, my plan was to buy a car here and drive it out to LA for her and surprise her with it, but we didn't, we didn't find one quick enough. So we, my wife and I flew to Los Angeles, met her. Actually, I'm sorry, we drove her out. And then while we were out there, we took a trip to San Francisco to see some friends. Her boyfriend's family lives up there. And uh, we went up to San Francisco and, and, uh, so I, I got on, uh, marketplace while I was up there and I had a particular car in mind that I knew she would love and it just so happened it's like God blessed us with it 
I I opened up Facebook Market and I said I'm looking for a particular car, and there it was on oh. the first page of the cars. And I said I can't believe that's the, the exact car I was looking for, particular model Mini Cooper. Mm-hmm. And this guy had it, and it was a beautiful, beautiful car. Only had a few miles on it. Oh. It was in pristine condition. So yeah, we we drove over there. We found him, and and so she was a good girl. So she got a car. <laughs> Well, hey, you sing you sing a uh, you sing a song for your dad. Hey, look what you get! You get a car. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, if she says anything about wanting royalties, I'll say you're driving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really. Uh, now, the uh, some of the songs. Talk about the other songs that you've written on there. Mm, let's see. There's another one that's called. Um, it's so funny. I have to. I have to open up my own album because I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I can never, I have so many songs going through my head that I, I can never think of them. So I'll just open up my, uh, here it is. So all I want for Christmas is you. I meant that to be a fun, boppy kind of Christmas vacation kind of song. And it came out exactly like I wanted it to. Uh, Christmas morning is actually a song that I wrote. It was the very first song I ever wrote when I was nine years old. Oh, really? Um, I used to go stay with my grandmother and she had one of those old, uh, like Wurlitzer keyboards that does everything, including make chili, you know, those things. Remember those? Yeah, yeah, really. And, uh, and so I sat down at that and, you know, I was with my grandma all weekend, so I was kind of bored. So I, I, uh, just sat down and started playing some chords and, and somehow I don't really know how the lyrics to that song came to me and I had a whole vision in my mind. So I wrote that song when I was about nine years old. I finally recorded it 35 years later with the Letterman on one of their Christmas albums. And uh, I wasn't quite happy with the version that we did, so I re-recorded it for this album, and it came out just the way I wanted it to. Um, there's a song on, on there called Hey, Hey, My, My, which I think is, I'm trying to paint a picture with that song of what it's like for Christmas and Jingle Bells and, and how, you know, how even in, you know, I travel around the world, and I've always noticed that at Christmas time, even in countries that don't celebrate Christmas for some reason, Everybody seems to get along a little better, a little bit more love, a little bit more festivity, and people are just friendlier, and I, I found that good. So, hey, hey, my, my, is kind of, of about that, about how, you know, we should all love more at Christmas, and it should be a joyous time. And and then uh, good old Santa Claus I wrote for Raina to sing. That's the one I wrote in 20 minutes. Um, I said, you know, I, I always loved Santa Baby, and I said, it's it's been around forever. We need another song. It's not like Santa Baby, but it's kind of similar, but it's got that same kind of feel, that same kind of youthful approach. So so I wrote uh, Good Old Santa Claus for that one. And then My Only Wish for Christmas is a, a real special song to me because I traveled so much the year I was doing that album that mm-hmm. I was away from my family 250 days that wow. year. And, and so I wrote the song for them because I was gone so much, but I also wrote it for... You know, I've got a real soft place in my heart for our veterans, mm-hmm. and I know what it's like being away from your family. My brother was deployed for nine straight months right before his baby was born and spent Christmas away from home. And um, because he was away for so long, I said, I've got to do something for our veterans, too, so I include them in that song. And it's basically a song about my only wish for Christmas is really just to be with the ones I love. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's that's what Christmas is all about, you know, being with family and friends and, and, uh, you know, I've got, uh, I got family all over the place. I got a brother in, in Maine and a brother in California whose daughter just had a baby. 
Oh, and, congrats. And, uh, and then I got a sister that lives in Missouri, and she's coming over here for Christmas. So, uh, nice. So it's going to be nice. Uh, and I've got, uh, we're Catholic, so we have a lot of, we got a lot of kids. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I got, uh, a brother and two sisters living here in uh, Dayton or in Huber Heights. So uh, nice. So that's just north of Dayton, up uh, someplace I'd like to see you come in, and that's the Rose, the Rose Movie mm. Center. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see you and the Letterman come in there together. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You know what? Call them and, and tell them, hey, who's your promoter? Say the Letterman and Darren from Paul Revere and the Raiders. Book them as a duo. Book them as a, a they, dual show. Exactly, because they they have they have some great shows up here. at uh, were you with Letterman when they came to the phrase in Kettering? That sounds familiar. I was with the Letterman for a long time. I was with them from 95 to 2005. Okay, you may have been with them because I know that they came to the phrase, and I was working for a TV station, and uh, uh, the phrase wouldn't let me in because, you know, they were afraid I was going to bring a camera and film you guys. So I said, no, 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 I ain't going to do that. But I ended up showing up anyway. And, hey, if you're if you get if you got access to a TV station, you come to my show anytime you want with the camera. <laughs> I can use the publicity. Oh, okay. I'll never turn you away. Okay. Well, if you got a camera, I'll I'll do it. You know, I'll, I'll film it. <laughs> you know, but uh, I didn't know what I was doing when I first got started over at twenty uh, channel twenty two, and and they showed me the ropes, and I ended up being uh, their sports uh, videographer. So that was wow, kind of that's fun. great. But. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it was a lot of fun to do, and uh, now it's kind of hard for me to get around, but that's okay. Not like you yeah. know, not like doing a regular video and stuff like that, uh, shooting news or sports or something like that. It's just, uh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> My legs won't let me. But uh, anyway, uh, Darren, when we come back, we will have, uh, we'll talk about your movie uh, that's coming okay. out. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we are going to play the song... Um, by Raina that she sang, and that is good old Santa Claus. And yes, she does get a car. So, <laughs> so here's Raina, here's Raina, and uh, and we'll take a break after that. And so stick around. You're listening to GCSN reports here on the Gem City Sports Network.
Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. I hope you don't like that song by Raina Dowler, uh, good old Santa Claus. Uh, and then that was a song that Darren wrote in, what, 20 minutes? It was about 20 minutes, yeah. <laughs> okay. But now uh, we're going to talk about this new movie that he's got coming out. And uh, talk about that. It's called, uh, what, what's the name of it again? It's called Grace of the Father. Um, and it is a wonderful film. It's a uh, retelling of the, the story from the Bible, The Prodigal Son. Uh, it was uh, produced and directed by a man named D. Miller, who's a dear friend of mine, uh, who we actually shot the film in Florida. And then, ironically, I moved to Kansas City, and then three years later, D. moved to Kansas City, right down the street from me. And uh, that was kind of cool, actually. But uh, he's a Christian filmmaker. He was a writer and author. And one day he got a message that uh, he was supposed to make these films, and he's been doing it ever since. He's made a bunch of them. And even through great hardship, uh, personal hardship, you know, he keeps going. He's a very, very devout Christian man. And he wanted to bring some positivity and, and you know, and something good to the world. So that's what he does. And um, so we made this movie, and uh, I play the uh, the father of the uh, troubled son. My name's Luke McKenzie in the, in the movie. And um, I actually co-directed the movie with him, as a matter of fact. And, uh, and then I, I did the finish edit on the film as well. Um, it's a wonderful story. If you know the story of the, of the uh, prodigal son, then you'll know the story. You know, it's a, a rancher who runs into hardship, moves his family down to Florida from the Dakotas, and he gets down there. He finds out he's got a son who doesn't want to wait on his inheritance. He wants to leave. He wants to just completely forget the family plan and just go off on his own with his money. So he does, and he runs into all kinds of problems. And it's all about faith and um, and a man. It's a story about a father who really is set like cement in his faith with Jesus and God, and he will not let anything shake that, no matter what it is. And he goes through some really hard times. He loses his wife. He's, he's got the trouble with his family and his sons, and you know, he loses his job and everything, but somehow still stays faithful. Now, uh, where can people see this? Where will be, people be able to see the, uh, the, the movie? 
Well, it's not out yet. It just went to, we, we sent it to the distributor about three weeks ago. They, uh, have just contacted us. Uh, we're waiting for, uh, we get a letter from the distributor after they've done all their, uh, their probing and things like that, where the movie's going to be. My guess it'll be definitely on Amazon Prime. Hopefully it'll hit Netflix, Hulu, or Apple original, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, could even be on the Hallmark channel, this one. And um, so as soon as I find out, I'll let you know, and you can let everybody. But just let them, this grace of the Father, they can start punching into the Roku stick right now. And okay. as soon as it hits the scene, which shouldn't be too long, they'll tell them where it's at. I've got it here. So uh, I watch a lot of movies on there, and I've seen your movie, Rock and Roll the Movie, on there a couple of times. So uh, That one's a little different than Grace of the Father. <laughs> oh, quite a bit. Quite a bit different. Uh, but... Uh, where was this? Where was this uh, movie filmed, and who else is in it besides you? Well, it was filmed in. Um, uh, we filmed most of it in Florida. Actually, I'm sorry, it was all filmed in Florida between Mount Dora and a couple other small towns there. Uh, a young man named Ryan Carter's in it with me. He is very, very talented kid. He did a great job as the son. Uh, Keyboy Dorsey is is a wonderful actor from Florida as well. He's in all kinds of Christian movies. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. You know, you're really testing me here. It's been a while. <laughs> Susanna Lay, who was the the young blonde beauty love interest in Blue Hawaii with Elvis. Oh, yeah. Is in it. She's in it. Um, let's see, who am I forgetting? No, I'm, I'm forgetting somebody. Hold on. Oh, and my good friend and comedian, uh, Michael Joyner oh, okay. is also in it, and he does a wonderful job in the movie. And it's got a, it's got a wonderful cast. It really does. And, and, uh, if you, Watch the movie. It can't help but touch you because it's it is really heart uh, heart touching story. So I hope everybody enjoys it. Okay. Um, now, do you sing in it too? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, I've got a couple of songs in the soundtrack, and then my character, Luke McKenzie, is a very devout man. He uh, he keeps an acoustic guitar around, like all fathers do, you oh, know. Yeah, of course. And uh, well, you've and got while you, the wife's you've got you've got several cookie. guitars around you anyway, right? Oh yeah, they're, they're all over the place. My little wife is guitar, so. <laughs> but yeah, he picks up an acoustic guitar and does a version of the old rugged cross right, right at the beginning of the movie. Okay. What, uh, what year is this, uh, movie? I mean, what, uh, how far does it go back? Uh, is it in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s? Oh, it, it's a current, it's a current film, so it happens today. It happens in today's, okay. uh, world. Uh, ironically though, we filmed it six years ago. Uh, but because of some, some problems, not only with D's health, um, which, which held us up for a while, but other problems, you know, movies always have budget problems, finance problems, ownership problems. They have every problem you can have. And we went through most of them, but we've got them all worked out now. So, um, you know, when I moved to Kansas City, I, I you know, I, I have a, a recording studio and then I have a film editing studio also in my house. And, uh, lucky, I was free for a few months because the movie needed to be finished and there were some issues getting it finished, which is always a budgetary thing. So um, I talked to Dee and he sent it to me. He sent all the, the um, footage to me. So I, I did the, what they call the finishing edit on the film and put in some new music and Foley and things like that. And um, I'm real proud of it. I, I, I just love the story so much. And to, in today's world, Anybody who makes a film like this and puts a positive message out there, they get my thumbs up. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you, you, you guys have to work hard for it. How, how many hours a day did you have to work on that? Oh, gosh. Well, filming filming is always a 12- to 14-hour day 
always, and sometimes 15. Um, editing, you know, you're in your edit. It takes months and months to edit a movie. You've got, you've got your assemble edit, your, your mid edit, you've got your music edit, you've got your effects edit, and then you put all those things together, and then you've got to mix them all, and then you've got a final mix. I mean, there's like nine steps to putting a movie together. It's crazy. How, how many cameras did you use? One or two or three? Uh, most of the time on this film, we used one. Uh, there were a couple of scenes where we used two at a time. Well, now more than a couple of scenes. I, I'd say about a quarter of the movie was done with two cameras. Um, and two camera shoots, uh, those are great, but there's a, it's a whole different technique. When you start putting two and three cameras up on set, you have to start thinking about different angles, what cameras in what shot. And so I'm getting ready to do a movie in May. Uh, this coming May through July, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing a film, and he's going to shoot the entire film with two what they call Red Dragon cameras. So that's oh. going to be pretty amazing. Yeah, what's that going to be called? Or, or, uh, let me ask you this. Are you yeah. writing, are you writing, producing, and directing all that too? Uh, I do do that. I've done it on three features thus far, but on this net, on that, on that particular movie, I am just going to be acting. I'll just be playing the lead role. You're going to be, you know, you're not going to be working too much then. You know, it's funny, uh, you never have downtime on a set, so this will be the first time in a while I'll be able to really sit back and just concentrate on my role, because that's a full-time job. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and then directing's a full-time job, and producing's a full-time job, so anytime I do both, I have to spend a couple of months prior to the movie getting pre-prepared. I have to have a real, a book about that thick, I'd say about <laughs> two to three inches thick of documents keeping me organized and prepared, because if I don't do that before... The film starts. If I'm doing multiple positions, there's no way I could do it. Now I noticed in the in the movie uh, Rock and Roll, the Rock and Roll the movie, uh, Diane was in there. Is she going to be? In oh any, yeah. Is she going to be in any of these movies with you too? Uh, not the next one. Not not the one I'm referring to now. I am possibly going to ask her to do a part though. In uh, I'm doing a pilot for a, a new TV series here soon, and I do want her to do something in that one for me. I'm hoping she'll agree to do it because, you know, she's not one of those that needs to be on camera or be in, you know, the main focus. She likes right. being behind the scenes more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Raina was in uh, Rock and Roll, the movie, too. But she was only like, what, a year old or two? Well, I think she was three at that time, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was her film debut. <laughs> yeah, she could say she's a recording artist, movie star, and everything, and... What, she, and what, she is. And now she's uh, doing stuff for the, uh, uh, you know, she's being a fashion fashion uh, designer. And what the heck? You know, mm -hmm. She's going to have it all. Well, her fashions are going to be, you know, at eight years, this kid's a special one. At eight years old, I asked her, because she sang since she was two. At eight years old, she's walking around singing. And I just looked at her and I said, come here. I said, are you going to want to be a singer and she looked at me, and she rubbed her little eight-year-old fingers on her chin, and she said, you know, Daddy, I don't think singing is reliable enough for me. She goes, I think I'm going to be a fashion designer and make a lot of money, and then I'll sing when I want to. <laughs> well, hey, I tell you what, she's a hell of a singer, and, uh, you know, I know there was a, a couple people out at uh, Central State that asked if she was still doing anything. Uh, yeah. A couple of people that I knew uh, that I've I played some of her music for, and uh, so, you know, she's a heck of a singer, and you got, you got a good one there. Got, yeah, she's a good kid. She's I, I forgot to mention, she is actually in the television pilot that I'm filming. She is playing one of the lead roles. Raina's oh. going to be playing the daughter of my character, 
Um, so we're actually going to get to act together again, which will be really nice. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. But you just let me know what that's going to be, and we'll spread the word. We'll talk about it. We'll come back on here, and we'll talk about it again, you know. Well, you'll like that one. That one, I get to play a level 10 bounty, a federal level X bounty hunter. Oh, wow. Who, they're, they're, they're the baddest dudes out there, and uh, and uh, they basically don't bring people in. And um, he finds out he's got a daughter that he never knew about. So it's a real, it's a really good story, but there's a lot of great action in it, too. Now, one last question, and I'll let you go. Um do you uh, have you thought about doing any sports movies? Because we got come, we got one coming out. Uh, it's out now. It's called uh, Triangle Park, and it's about the first NFL football game that was played here in Dayton. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to do a sports movie, but the uh, the opportunity just has never presented itself. You know, and, and when it comes to movies, if you're not the one producing it, they got to ask you. <laughs> so that's just the way it works. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to do. When I first started, when I first got into film, I shouldn't say into film. When I got first got into acting, when I was young, you know, when I, I had a goal when I first started with all this nonsense, and it was to do martial arts movies. Uh, I knew there was a market there. Uh, that, you know, they're the easiest to sell to all the international markets. It's if you can make a good action martial arts movie, you can be a completely unknown filmmaker and work. And so I wanted to do that because I was fascinated with Bruce Lee when I was a little kid. And so I was going to do that. And then while in high school, I realized that I actually had talent for acting. I didn't, I, I realized I could act. And when you realize you can act, you don't want to do martial arts films anymore. You want to act. Right. So, so that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, the harder the acting piece, the better. I wish somebody would present me with, uh, like a, a medieval type, oh, yeah. uh, film, like a period piece. I'd love to do something like that. Like a Harry Potter? Yeah, something like that, or maybe something like Excalibur, or oh, okay. or some, yeah. something where there's some, you know, sword fighting or something like that. <laughs> well, Darren, I appreciate you coming on and uh, talking about your uh, album and also your movie and uh, other things. And uh, uh, want to wish you the best of luck. Well, thanks, Doug. Appreciate you having me on, buddy. Anytime you want to have a chat like this, you got my number. Just call me up. Okay, <laughs> I will. So. Uh, We'll be back to close it out, and we will end it, uh, end the show with his uh, song, My Only Wish for Christmas, and that will be coming up uh, after our next segment. So, uh, Darren, thank you again. My pleasure. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to GCSN Reports on the Gem City Sports Network. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer. 
as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Back here on GCSN Reports, Doug Brown here with you, and I want to thank Darren Dowler for coming on and talking about his uh, movie, Grace of Our Father, and also his um, album that you can pick up on his website, DarrenDowler.com, My Only Wish for Christmas, and it's a good album. I've heard it. Uh, he sent me the sent me the remax of it, or the remastered part of it, and it is very, very good, something that you can play at Christmas and um so we're going to play that song, My Only Wish for Christmas, right now. And once again, thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time here on the Gem City Sports Network. My only wish for Christmas Toward the light, I always see 
GCSN Report. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By McAfee Heating and Air. Any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio. By the USO. And by the Gem City Sports Network. Your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for GCSN reports.